opinions, which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but we try to name them, and you can name them too. How about that? The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Remember this about the media. Children of the liar and children of the lie. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Oh, that's simple. Uh, I didn't choose it. It chose me. Get it? It, get it? It chose, get it? It chose, okay. Get it? It chose, okay. Life lessons for our faith we'd actually use probably won't because, well, Tend to sit on our blessed assurance. Also, a Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. Here. Here's the key. Taking it off of my my keys right now. Giving you the key. Here's the key. We don't know what we're doing. That's that's all you got to know. We don't know. I don't know. We have no idea what's going to happen. Every time we set some kind of plan up, it never goes that way. I don't even know why we – sometimes I laugh at the way we I do. thought we was professionals, Dave. Yeah, we, we are. Oh, yeah, that's what this is, professional radio. Just like professional wrestling. Uh, I'm just saying. And then uh, basically, though, we, we don't care. <laughs> it's like that's the part of it that's cool. Uh, here's the bottom line for the next few – that's the first time I said bottom line. Next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Like why do we think we can fix others? Now I'm talking to myself about this. When somebody tells me something, I always have an answer. Isn't that dangerous? <laughs> like how do I know? I mean, what what if the Lord's got something altogether different? We need to be careful about stuff like that. Bottom line, that's the second bottom line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, you got something you want to share, you got a praise report, you got something you want to share that the Lord's been working on in your life, and you know what? You know that the Lord wants you to share it, and you're like, oh, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. And I get it, but this is not a safe place. It's just the right place for you to share it because people get blessed by it. Maybe you've got something that's going on, and it's a deep need of prayer requests. You need people praying with you, standing by you, helping you, encouraging you. Happens all the time to all of us. Let's help one another join together to strengthen one another and to bless one another and to encourage one another and 
to help sustain one another as the Lord is working on us, as the Lord has put himself in all of us, let's combine together the way that he intended us to be, the body, the people of God, the body of Christ. That's the call. And so let's keep it super simple. You can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, don't be surprised if there's a little tremor in the earth because you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Person, you got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite. All right, talking to dynamite D, that's like going to an authentic and extraordinary Jewish deli. I mean, that's just come on, I mean, give the most high glory. Yeah, what's that? I said, give the most high glory. <laughs> Listen, it's really simple, folks. A New Yorker, okay, anyway. <laughs> You go into the deli. You don't have to know anything else. Just go into the deli. You know it's a Jewish deli, right? Why? Because they got more desserts than you could even eat. And you're sitting there and you're going, I don't know what to get. Get the New Yorker. Okay, you're done. Solve that for you. It's the only good thing. We have a lot of food references here, Dave. <laughs> yes, have yes. you noticed that? Yes, I have noticed that. That is an absolute truth. Uh, additionally, folks, you can text us during the show, as people are already doing. You can text 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can also send us an email, david at he must org. That's david. At he must increase dot org, and it's about right here. We send you to the website. Couple things to tell you about the website, as we have been telling you. So we've had a little problem with uh, some people spamming us. Okay, so we got a spam from Venus. I don't know how you get a spam from Venus, but somehow we got a spam from Venus, and then from Jupiter. And we thought, you know, maybe we should put a put an end to that. So we added what they call a captcha, a captcha. So you just click the box; it just proves you're human. It's not a big deal. So if you have a praise report, a prayer request, or if you got something you want to share or anything like that. Don't worry, nothing weird will happen. I'm the one that put on, that on there, so just be aware of that. Plus, on the website is a place for you to give to the ministry, and we encourage you to do that. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go the opening number at the Ice Capades. <laughs> You're just looking yes. at me. You're just <laughs> I was trying to think like, of something. <laughs> like, what did you just say? <laughs> I could, I, my brain was working. I couldn't think of something that fast. <laughs> it's been a few years since I went to one of those. Uh, all right, don't forget to be praying for the audience. Uh, here is something that is superbly important. And I'm going to actually open this up with prayer because I'm very concerned about this. There has been a tendency in churches, in denominations, and in different people that identify with faith to put the Bible to side and to decide what their faith should be based on culture. And I'm uh, not happy with that, of course, because it's 
completely contrary to the faith, completely contrary to Jesus, completely contrary to what God has communicated to mankind. So I just want to pray for our ability to stand firm in the faith in the Word of God. So let's pray that together real fast. Father, we come before you right now, and Lord, I'm praying kind of a different prayer, and I hope you'll be patient with me as I pray it. Um, I just You just get this tendency or this feeling that people are willing to abandon faith for modifications or differences, and it's not, Lord God, the people have who have different theologies can't have different theologies. It's those that just abandon your word and use themselves as the guiding post. Lord, you just, just look at your word and go back to the garden where man tried to you know, eat the fruit so he could be like you, but there's nobody like you. And help us all to stand firm in our faith, committed to the word of God, committed to what you have written to us for us to operate in, to for us to function by. Give us the tenacity, the persistence, and the ability to persevere in the truth. And let not the world sway our minds with their cultural lies or deceptive ways. Keep us safe in your truth, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay? All right. That's where we start to rock and roll. And that's a pretty important point. Listen to this first opening thing, too. This is kind of cool. It all kind of goes with this. I didn't even think about that. Here we are in Psalm 25, and we are at verse 12. Listen to this. I want you to catch this because it's super-duper cool. Verse 12 says this. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him. Shall God teach in the way that God chooses? Listen to that verse. I'm going to show you why it's so cool. It's going to blow your mind. Listen to it again. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall God teach in the way that God chooses. Listen to this. Have you ever had the Lord teach you something special? You ever had that happen? Have you ever had that happen in his word where you're reading his word and something jumps out and you know it's the Lord is teaching you? Have you ever listened to a testimony and as you're listening to the testimony, you're almost having to take your shoes off because your socks are being blown out because it's so powerful. It's like, wow, right? Has that ever happened to you? Has that moment happened to you where you know the Lord is teaching you, the Lord is guiding you, the Lord is instructing you, giving you insight and understanding? If that has ever happened to you, listen to this, that proves that you fear the Lord. What? First of all, that's not too shabby, right? Not too shabby to know that. This is called reverse engineering on the verse. Listen to what the verse says. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall God teach in the way that God chooses. In other words, the person that fears the Lord, that's the person that God is showing and teaching and helping to understand his truths and his wisdoms and his, and his ways. I mean, it's how beautiful is that? And that the, the reality that you have had this engagement with God and he has opened your mind and he has opened your heart and you have become aware of these great truths and you're trying to apply them in your life. That just proves you do fear the Lord because that only happens to people who fear the Lord. And that's just like, that's, that's, that's not too shabby, right? 
And then it says this, he himself shall dwell in prosperity and his descendants shall inherit the earth. Now, when it says dwell in prosperity, that's incredible. But listen, that does not simply point to finances. It doesn't negate finances. It just doesn't only support finances. So part of the prosperity is this direct connection to legacy. That's what the verse says. He himself shall dwell in prosperity in prosperity and his descendants shall inherit the earth. So the prosperity is connected to the descendants. Let me explain something to you. That is not offspring the way that you and I think of offspring. That is how God uses you and I to leave something behind for other people. It can be your offspring. You want it to be your offspring, but also whatever God has used you in to bless somebody that resides with them and that enables them to understand and draw closer to the Lord, that's also a part of your legacy. And it's just like, what? You're telling me that, Dave, when I do something or share something or pray for somebody or share a truth or we have like this this thing that takes place and the Lord blesses that person and the Lord used me to do that, that that's legacy? Exactly. The legacy is glorifying to the Lord, but you're the vessel that's a part of it, and you're leaving a legacy of the kingdom of God in that person's life. Yaza! I mean, how do you not get excited? You should be like, whoa, that's cool. I'll, I'll take it. You betcha. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. What is the David Spoon Experience? Website, he must increase.org, he must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. There you go. So check it out. There is, uh, I put something new up there and now I can't even remember what it is. <laughs> I don't know. You've been getting older. I don't know. All I know is I worked out today and I was telling T, it was terrible. <laughs> you know, you, you work out and then you come back and you're supposed to feel good or whatever. That didn't happen. <laughs> Just so you can know. I think the people in the gym were worried that I was going to keel over. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh, what's wrong with that guy? The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 
the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where it has been brought to my attention by my own telephone that it is not receiving texts. <laughs> Don't you love that? We're still going to try. We're going to push through. I'm doing a restart right now. That's right. I've watched the IT crowd television show. And every time they call the IT people, they go, did you restart it? <laughs> it's like, there you go. Uh, in the meantime, we're still going to give it a roll. Eventually, it will work because it always does. Here's your first trivia question. We are going to do a trivia question. You can answer by phone. You can answer by text. It'll eventually get to me. And then you can also answer by email. So any of those will work. That's fine. Here it is. Get ready. Complete this verse from the Psalms. He goes out, he who goes out weeping, carrying seeds to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying blank with him. Okay, now I'm going to do it again, then I'm going to give you a big hint. All right, so you got to complete this verse from the Psalms. He who goes out weeping, he who goes out weeping, carrying seeds to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying blank with him. Here is your hint for those that are looking for a hint. There is a famous hymn that goes with this. I cannot say what the word is, but I will try and help you. It's uh, bringing in the, bringing in the, Da 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 da, bring it in. Da. Okay, <laughs> is that good? All right, <laughs> was that a good? That's a good hint, right? Bring it in. The bring it in. The bring it in. The okay. That is the trivia question. That's right. We figure it out. It's my now. Now it looks like my phone is working, so we are getting texts. I don't know. I just smile. It's easier. Let's do our DNA before I knock over my T over all of my papers. I think that's probably a good idea. Here we are. DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Well, that was a good one right there. Kind of holding it out. Yeah, a little bit different. A little mixed. Nice, nice. Uh, Every day you got to spend time with the Lord. Every day. Every day you got to spend some time with the Lord. I don't care how much time. If he gave you a time, an amount of time, follow it. But other than that, just spend time. It's just like spending time with one another, spending time with your wife, spending time with your best friend, spending time with your girlfriend. you got to spend time. That's it. That's the bottom line. Okay? All right. D. 
draw closer to the Lord daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. I'm going to spend a couple extra seconds on this because of what's been going on. I can tell you what's going on right now. And what's going on is different faiths and different denominations are abandoning the word of God in order to fit into the culture so they can be accepted by the world. Sin, sin, sin. We well, don't talk about sin enough. Sin, sin, sin. Sin, 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 sin. I cannot say it enough. If you are ashamed of Jesus and his words, you are in sin, period. Luke chapter 9, verse 26 says Jesus will be ashamed of you. What's that? You can't get away from it. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that the principles that Jesus taught us Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love your neighbors. You love yourself. That's the summation of the law. And then the new commandment, love one another, is what we ought to be thinking about. And out of those three commandments, two of them are kind of leaning us towards thinking about other people and not just ourselves. And the first one, of course, is leaning towards the Lord and not ourselves. So there's a lot of not ourselves in the commandments. That's a good way to say it. All right. The, somebody is ready to answer the trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? You're talking to Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work out today, but I worked out yesterday. I'm trying to get my knee better. And it it's smarting a little, so I'm gonna be Uh-oh. I'm gonna be real soft. Otherwise, tomorrow you're gonna hear a recording. <laughs> Uh-oh. So I'm trying trying to be careful. So just pray for me because I'm not the smartest person when it comes to that kind of stuff. That's that's a weak okay. area for me. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm gonna give it set the whole thing up and give you a chance. Here we go. Complete this verse from the Psalms. He who goes out weeping, carrying seeds to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying blank with him. Is it sheave? That is correct, Amanda! And just as soon as you said that, Ginny just uh, just popped in, and then we had uh, Joanne and Cordelia got the pow-pow. She's bringing in the shoes. And I'll never forget being in a Bible college um uh, assembly, and they were, and the, remember I was Jewish, so I didn't really know the hymns, and they were singing in, bringing in the sheaves, and I'm like going, the what? <laughs> what? What? What is a sheaves? Yeah, what, is that, what does that mean? Is, I don't know, was this a prison song? I don't get it. Anyway. <laughs> what is a sheave, by the way? It's, it's just a whole bunch of it. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a, in fact, I want somebody to call in and give a great definition for sheaves. The best that I can tell is that there's just a whole bunch of it, bringing in like a big bundle kind of thing. But okay. that's what I'm thinking, and I could be wrong because originally when I heard the song, I thought it had to do with knife fights at a prison. So we'll just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, y'all have a good afternoon. All right. Thanks so much, Deborah. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. People are like, what? You guys, t- yeah. You got a good definition? Text it in. Call it in. We're open for that. We love stuff like that. All right. Here's something I want to get to because there's this this the el- there's another element in Christianity that's like, you know, it's about the it's about the religion of it. It's about the functionality about it, all that stuff. Listen to this verse right in the same text that we just did. We just did this. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall God teach the way that God chooses. So if the Lord's teaching you in a cool way and you're learning stuff, that means you fear the Lord. He and then it says he himself shall dwell in prosperity. 
after the and, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. So there's a passing on and a, a, a connection to what we do and to putting that and pouring that into other people's lives. And then listen to verse 14. This is so cool. Verse 14. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. The secret of the Lord, well, that doesn't sound very religious. <laughs> no, it's it's not very religious. I think that is the point. The secret of the Lord, this has to do with closeness and friendship. And the people that are close and friends, it's that cool personal stuff between you and the Lord. This is why Abraham was called the friend of God. It wasn't a matter of just yes or no, sir, yes or no, sir. I mean, keep in mind what Abraham did when he was on the mountain before the before God wiped out Sodom and Gomorrah. He's like, eh, now wait a minute. So you're righteous and you're totally awesome. You're going to blow apart this town if there's 50 righteous people? And God goes, well, I'm not going to do that. And then Abraham goes, 45? <laughs> it's like, that's what happened. That's the exchange. That's how, that's how you engage with God. But that's what friendship is. That's what the connection is. You think you can't talk to God that way? Of course you can. Now, there are times to come before the Lord in absolute reverence, maybe not even looking up. There's other times where you get to come before the Lord and go, what? That's the relationship between the Lord. It's not one way. This is the problem. The problem, biggest theological problems that people have is they get an idea, they get a concept, they get a principle, and they just say, it is this way, okay? There's only one thing that's one way, and that's the way in, and that Jesus made that clear, that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father but by him. That's very specific and very, very exclusive, period. But once you're in, <laughs> the Lord's like, we'll do it over here. We'll do this over here. We'll do this over there. That's what's great about the kingdom of God. So the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. You're thinking, what? There's things that the Lord will show me? Yeah, if you're close to him. If you spend time with him, if you connect to him. Verse 15, the eyes of my eyes are ever towards the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn yourself to me and have mercy on me. I'm desolate and afflicted. The trouble of my heart has enlarged me. Bring me out of my distress. This is David is the psalmist going, uh, look at my feet are in a net and I want to get out and I need you to help me get out. Do you ever feel like your feet were stuck in a net? Guess what? God can get you out of the net. God can free up your feet so you can walk. God can get you out of it. But be so close to the Lord, so connected to the Lord, so acknowledging of the Lord that he whispers to you and you hear him. How do you talk to Elijah? Through the earthquake? Through the fire? Through the wind? Nope. Still, small voice listen right all right take a break and then come back you're listening to the david spoon experience right here on kaam 770 truth station here in texas short break we'll be back don't go anywhere what is the david spoon experience imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space once there you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine you forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. 
There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts. And you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. That's right. You guys think uh, uh, all, all of our jokes have to be, uh, you know, Christian themed. So, okay, so this is a, a Christian chicken. <laughs> okay. That, that'll help you. These are nine, ten people. <laughs> the last one is so funny. These are ten people. Why the chicken crossed the road. Okay, now these are people you know. Some are political. Some are not. Nobody's getting picked on. This is just fun stuff. Nancy Grace, why the chicken crossed the road? That chicken crossed the road because he's guilty. You can see it in his eyes and the way he walks. That's Nancy Grace. Pat Buchanan, the chicken crossed the road to steal the job of a decent, hardworking American. Martha Stewart, no one called to warn me which way the chicken was going. I had a standing order at the far- at the farmer's market to sell my eggs when the price dropped to a certain level. No little bird gave me any insider information. Um, this, this is great. Dr. Seuss, did the chicken cross the road? Did he cross it with a toad? Yes, the chicken crossed the road, but why it crossed, I've not been told. <laughs> okay, uh, this is just an old grandpa. In my day, we didn't ask why the chicken crossed the road. Somebody told us the chicken crossed the road, and that was good enough for us. <laughs> Donald Trump, we should build a wall so the chicken can't cross the road. Come <laughs> on, that's hilarious. Now, If you don't think this one is funny, I'm going to be very concerned about you. Barbara Walters. Why did chicken cross the road? Isn't that interesting? In a few moments, we'll be listening to the chicken tell for the first time the heartwarming story of how it experienced a serious case of molting and went to accomplish its lifelong dream of crossing the road. Wow. Aristotle. It's the nature of chickens to cross the road. Bill Gates. Uh, let's skip Bill Gates. <laughs> Just skip it all together. The last two, and you can't tell me these aren't funny. Albert Einstein, did the chicken really cross the road or did the road move beneath the chicken? That's relativity. And then finally, Colonel Sanders, did I miss one? <laughs> the David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.